0: You're listening to WooSox Insider, presented by your Worcester Red Sox.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the WooSox Insider podcast. I'm Tim Quitadamo, TQ, joined by our goofy producer, (laughs) just just a silly boy, Dave Leonardi, from his Endicott College dorm room. How about that? Townhouse 10 yeah represent (laughs) If, if anyone wants to send some fail fan mail send it to townhouse 10 david leonardi is his government name so you can get to him that way but dave what's it like after a summer at polar park being back at school and still you know hanging out at the ballpark on your weekends
0: how's it been going it's been going good especially because like i spent last semester at home as well just working at the park all the time. So I was away from campus for like nine months or something. And it just feels so much different to be in the realm of like being an employee versus being a student. It's just such a weird transition to go into.
1: Yeah. You go from having responsibility to just like being told stuff.
0: Yeah. I I come here and I'm just like (laughs) hanging out with my friends and then I drive, you know, an hour over to Worcester on the weekend. It just feels like I'm just morphing between my two different worlds. Just every week. <laughs> but, but balancing it well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Good. Totally balancing it well.
1: Good to hear it. You look like you're geared up for the NFL season starts tonight, the day of this recording. Pats just played their first game yesterday, uh, for those listening and watching. Um, so, Dave, you and I, obviously, huge Pats fans. Decaf, a Dolphins fan for some for some reason unfortunately un, unbeknownst to us um so let's do our premature at this time of the recording but it'll be after the Patriots first game so Dave tell us how they look what do you think
0: of the season <laughs> season looks great already you know <laughs> hopefully hopefully yesterday was a win I'm gonna guess it was that's my no, call it, right no, now No, you have to yeah you have to just act like we know for certain what a great win yesterday i mean the team looked great out there you know uh preseason looked a little bit shaky but you know and bill we trust as long as we have bill belichick at the helm i mean you can't really question the man he's been in NFL coaching for the past (laughs) like four or five decades you know all right now
1: ready ready for my turn and i'll make sure we cover all of our bases and then we'll move back to baseball ready you know, tough week one loss. The The Dolphins always play really well against the Pats down in Miami. In a way, it's good to get that game out of the way early. You know, uh, a lot of new faces, a lot of new faces. Uh, it would have been nice to see Devontae Parker get a little more action in his revenge game uh, after after coming over from the Miami Dolphins in the offseason. Um, I thought Mac looked Looked good, you know. He looked good. Nothing blew me away, but he's still he's still learning. He's still building. And one thing I'm really interested about is how they're going to keep using Ty Montgomery uh, out of the backfield and the slot as they move forward. You
0: All know, right, tough, so- tough, tough tie yesterday. uh You know, didn't lose, <laughs> didn't win. Just completely neutral start to the year. You know? <laughs> you know, and now
1: now you're a half game back. You know, you're a half game back. Actually, I would say if the pats and dolphins tie i think they would be a half game up i think tonight again Mm. a single nfl game hasn't been played at the time we're recording this i think thursday night the rams uh really showed some weaknesses in the buffalo bills uh it was a big win for them to put (laughs) buffalo in the basement the jets are going to be the jets uh and then (laughs) good good or bad or okay start to the season for the Pats and Dolphins.
0: My brother has been a diehard Jets fan his whole life. And every year I just ask him why he keeps doing this to himself.
1: And every year he doesn't have an answer. No. All right. On the other hand, it's still baseball season for a month. And then there's MLB playoffs going on after that. And a lot of storylines happening in the Red Sox organization for the past month, this last week, the last homestand that the Woo Sox had And Manuel Valdez was voted the International League Player of the Week. He went off. We saw it the first week he came over in the Red Sox organization, just doubles, power, dingers everywhere. Then he went on a little bit of a skid, which is natural in baseball. It's a game of ebbs and flows. It was really the only uh, slump that Valdez has had all season long, but went on an absolute tear. I think he had eight extra base hits in a six-game series. in early late August, early September. So, cool award for him. And the player of the month for August in the International League, Connor Wong, who went off and is now in Boston seeing a lot of playing time, platooning with Reese McGuire, who's doing great. But a lot of cool things happening, Dave, and the Red Sox organization as a whole. People getting hardware and going up to the bigs.
0: Yeah, Emmanuel Valdez has easily been one of my favorite players on the team to watch since coming out of the trade deadline. Him and Almonte, to me, have been my two personal favorites to watch out in the field. Almonte is just hilarious whenever he gets his doubles. Like, for those fans out there that watch our broadcasts, keep an eye on what Almonte does when he gets on second base. Because it's always something hilarious to look at. But back to the Connor Wong thing, one of two Sox now Boston Red Sox players to get their first MLB career. One of three guys to get called up, but yeah, one of
1: two to hit their first MLB homer in the last couple of weeks. Sorry for jumping on you, Dave. You you deliver it. You deliver the news for people
0: who've been living under a rock. Tristan Casas sitting with his PCI in the top top inside uh, corner of the strike zone, cranks his first MLB home run against the Tampa Bay Rays in Tampa Bay in the Little League Park they call Tropicana Field it was great to see
1: 95 mile an hour fastball up and in under the hands turned it and burned it and we i feel like we have to talk about that white Sox fan and all Ray's gear that everyone's saying looked like ryan brazier's long lost cousin and that, that <laughs> was a trip that was that was a trip dave initial thoughts on on that guy. And I want to hear what you would do or what you would ask for. If you ever caught somebody's first major
0: league home run. I thought it was like, it was, it's obviously bad. Cause it's, it's, you know, it's Cas's first home run ball, you know, give him the ball, but I couldn't help, but just to laugh at just the sheer honesty he had when they were telling like he was, I don't know if he demanded or they offered him like all these autograph stuff and everything else. And he just went on to just be like, I don't know who these guys are. And then I what was it? Jamai <laughs> Jemai in the interview was like, Do you know the guy who hit it? Like the home run. And he was like, No, I have no I have no idea. I just want some stuff. And like honestly, the only thing I applaud is just the sheer honesty of it. The dude's just like, I'm just here for some stuff. Yeah. The story is the story is amazing that he
1: the only reason he was looking down was because he was in a balancing act between his phone and some chicken wings, and he dropped his phone. So then he, he, he bent down to pick it up and just heard everyone screaming and the ball just landed. Like it, it just went right to him. <laughs> and When you add that on top of completely decked out in Rays gear, not a raised fan at all. Jerseys are expensive. I, I don't know who was on the back of that jersey, but jerseys are expensive. And he's just buying a Rays jersey, even though he doesn't care about the Rays at all. Bananas. And then the White Sox jersey on underneath was so good. You couldn't have. You couldn't have drawn up like if if someone was writing a sitcom around a baseball <laughs> team and they drew up that scenario, people would go, "That's too out there."
0: Like Casas hit it to the most nonchalant, neutral fan that was sitting in Tropicana Field that had absolutely probably no interest on in what was even happening on the field. Just there. none. Just there,
1: enjoying the atmosphere down in St. Pete. And,
0: and chicken wings.
1: And, and chicken wings. Really enjoying the chicken wings. Although, <laughs> not a fry guy was the other thing. Doesn't like French fries, but was just eating chicken wings. Strictly protein, I guess. But everyone... On social media, was all over that. Obviously, it's it's a big home run. It's a number two prospect in the Red Sox system behind Marcelo Meyer, who just made his way from Salem to Greenville, is doing well there, progressing well, and it's a big deal. I mean, most likely the Red Sox future at first base for the foreseeable future, and just a. Weird things happen in St. Pete, man. It was so funny.
0: You know, that I dude. feel I feel sympathy for him because I, I I've been in that situation where you don't want to give up the ball. It was I was doing college visits with my with my dad. We were heading over to Syracuse, but we we had left the day before, so we stopped at the Tri City Valley Cats ballpark, who was the former single A affiliate of the Houston Astros. And when you walk into the ballpark, the main gate is probably. Like, it's like right behind home plate. And I looked at my dad and I was like, oh, this is easily foul ball territory. I can easily get a ball here. No more than 30 seconds after that, I hear a crack at the bat and a ball comes up and over the netting and starts bouncing go. along the main concourse, right? I go running after it. We just bought me new shoes the day before. I, like, slide on the concrete, put a hole in them. Totally worth it, right? But I'm, like, 17. And I grab the ball and I kind of, like, look around and I notice there's, like, 12 10 year olds that were like running after the ball with me and i was the one that dove and got it so i stand up and i hold up the ball expecting people to be like yeah and instead just a plethora of dads just like give the ball to a kid give the ball to a kid tunnel vision walked right up to my dad gave me a high five and we sat some, got some pizza got some pizza got some waters because i was 17 sit down watch the game that's too old I have the ball to a kid. I have the ball still. It's on the mantle in my living room, and it looks beautiful yeah. there. Dave,
1: come on, man! <laughs> have you not learned anything working here? You got to
0: give the ball to a kid. There was more. Hey, there was more opportunities here. <laughs> hey, those kids had gloves. I didn't. Got to be more aware than that. Keep your head on a swivel. Come on. They're children, Dave. Yeah, and so was yeah. I. I was seventeen you were that's a legal child
1: you were a grown adult (laughs) you were a grown adult anyway (laughs) that tristan casas up in the bigs first major league hit in his uh debut at fenway and then first bomb at the trop with just antics my favorite part about that guy before we move on is uh he got devers and bogarts to sign a baseball and could not pick out who Rafael Devers was. <laughs> like one of the most recognizable faces in all of baseball because he's Carita. He's the little he's a baby face assassin. You know, just mashes taters and just looks like a big kid out there having fun. And he couldn't he couldn't pick out Rafael Devers. Had no idea what he looked like. So never too late to become a huge baseball or Red Sox fans for those listening and apparently never too old to get a home run ball and hold it hostage. As Dave told you anecdotally and and that man who caught Costas's first home run ball can tell you by the trunk full of memorabilia that he went home with a bat from Tristan Costas and a couple of signed baseballs. So weird, weird time, weird, weird week. And part of that weird week, Bobby Dahlbeck optioned to AAA Worcester. So the first time playing for the Worcester Red Sox, although Brian Simmons-Hayes did a great job on social media, letting everybody know, not the first time he's worn a Woo Sox jersey because at the alternate training site at McCoy in 2020 is when we got our first look at players in Woo Sox jerseys. And Bobby was down there as one of them in 2019, Bobby made his triple a debut. He played 30 games for the Paw Sox hit seven bombs in 30 games. And then he played uh, on Wednesday night in Lehigh Valley went three for four with a home run again. So 31 games, eight bombs driven in 17 runs at the triple a level. And it'll be interesting to see obviously just speculation from uh, us two schmucks. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Bobby, who's been playing first base for the last two seasons, but has played time at third base is great defensively anywhere you put him. So who knows? Interesting case, but part of that organizational depth that Heim Bloom is so high on. But regardless, Dave, fun to see Bobby Dahlbeck play at Polar Park if he's if he's still with us by the time the last homestand comes around.
0: Yeah, it's definitely fun to see him back at the park, especially I'm excited for this last homestand, if he's still there, to see him playing again. Because, you know, it's been a few years since I've seen him at the park, at work and stuff like that. And, you know, this year in the MLB has definitely been more of a down year for him compared to recent years. But it's nice to see, you know, just last night getting another Bobby bomb back there, you know, getting his confidence back up. So hopefully instead of, you know, this visit to AAA being more of like a, you know, dang, wish, you know, the season had gone better. It's more of a confidence booster and, you know, a look into Im- improvement for the future, basically, just positive outlook.
1: Uh, yeah. As a fan, when you take the levels and promotions and options out of it, just as someone watching the pure baseball, Bobby's electric. Oh, yeah. He really picks it at each of the corners and has almost 500 foot pop. So he's he's a fun fun dude to watch. Um, if he gets
0: a hold of that baseball, it's flying.
1: Yeah, it's scary. Pop off the bat is crazy. And we all know that the ball can fly here at Polar Park if it's warm and the wind's blowing out. So it'll be interesting to see where he can put a baseball. But last homestand, we mentioned it, Dave. We've played, what is it? We've played 69 home games so far, six more to go final homestand six game series against the Syracuse Mets who are currently in second to last place in the international league. Uh, And it should be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's fan appreciation week. So we're going to be recognizing booster club members, season ticket members, and all of our incredible corporate partners are going to be giving away gift cards and fun prizes for randomly selected rows and fans that attend the games. As always, you can still get tickets at bluesocks.com. Call in the ticket office at 508-500-8888 or by visiting the Sox box office, as Ben DeCastro calls it. But right outside gate D, the ticket office on Madison Street, right next to the team store when you're getting some of your merch. And, I mean, Dave, our last Give a Wednesday of the year our last bobblehead of the year is this your favorite bobblehead
0: it's got it's got to be cuz it's not just a bobblehead it's a bobble body baby exactly smiley ball. <laughs> it, is,
1: it is it it is going to be in my nightmares uh, if we're being completely <laughs> honest it looks just like the smiley ball suit obviously it's just a big yellow ball with eyes and a crooked smile Uh, smiley on the back, pin on the back as well. That's
0: like insanely (laughs) accurate, though. Like, that's (laughs) an insanely accurate smiley
1: ball bobblehead. And Dave, you pointed out before we started, too, the only thing that's not exactly exactly accurate to the smiley ball that roams around Polar Park on any given game day is he is standing on a pair of tree trunks down
0: here. (laughs) (laughs) Look
1: at those things.
0: Saquon Barkley is jealous of smiley ball. (laughs) The the calves and thighs on smiley. Also look at the feet. He has to be like a size 15. Oh my Lord. Yeah. So smiley ball. Shaquille O'Neal has some competition.
1: You could not, I don't care how much of a running start you get and how much mass you have full head of steam running into this smiley bobblehead. You're not knocking him over. You're not knocking them over. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Smiley isn't going anywhere. He is built from the ground up, if you will. That's a solid foundation on the Smiley bobblehead fans can get that. Thanks to Bartholomew and company on the last Gible Wednesday of the season at Polar Park uh, during Fan Appreciation Week. So (laughs) make, make sure you come by. I was I was actually I was ex- equally excited and scared uh when these came in the other week um but the day before that Tuesday 6:45 first pitch our last pass game of the season uh and fans also receive a photo retrospective of the season the photography team here at Polar Park just captures every single moment almost literally every single moment so literally quickly. so fans are gonna get a photo retrospective uh for our take two tuesday promotion they will get a couple of them and i love weight boss nights weight bus nights are weight bus nights are awesome they're the best The pregame ceremonies on weight bus games are the best oh they're great uh, two national anthems one from a latinx country that we're honoring and then there's always a dance performance too that's beautiful we raise their flag raise their flag that's i think a slept on aspect of woosox 22 those two additional flag poles, mm. so we can have a flag raising for every specialty game um i think it's been i think it's been really really cool to have that and then dave thursday night woo you college night which I Traction do, has been growing on the Woo you heard college Heard all night. about it. Traction has been growing. It's the, the boneless wings, right? No. It is $2 French fries, $3 hot dogs, $4 All-American cheeseburger for any college student enrolled in the Yu student loyalty program at the behind-the-plate concession stand located. You guessed it, Dave behind the plate on the concourse but an incredible deal two dollar fries three dollar hot dog four dollar all-american cheeseburger if it does i did not apply to coney island hot dogs i should say that because coney island hot dogs generally a great deal no matter what uh but yeah dave are you a member
0: you're not yes a yes <laughs> As an employee of the Worcester Red Sox, yes, I am a member. At the time of this recording <laughs> on, what is it, at
1: 1.30, 128 to be exact, on a Thursday afternoon, September 8th, Dave Leonardi, not a member of the Wu Yu student loyalty program. And I think, Dave, you and I will both agree, that's just plain silly. It's just I, silly that you're not because you're I, missing out on this two, three, four deal. I have
0: been known to be a goober. Yes. This is very silly of me. Goob move. It's a
1: goob move. So any of you college kids listening, you're just coming back to Worcester. Maybe you're coming in from out how, of town. Wait, TQ, can you tell me how I would join? You can go to woosocks.com and you can join free. For free. For free? For free. Yeah, you can join for free, and then when you come to the ballpark because you're you're a college kid, new in Worcester, you're trying to get to know the town that you're going to spend the next four years at, and you don't know where to start, you start at Polar Park on a Thursday night. And then guess what? $5, I think plus tax, so a little bit more, but $5 gets you a hot dog and some fries. And then you can get a, what, $9 ticket? $12 ticket day of for a Wu Sox loop, get some great baseball. See Bobby D down here, mashing taters. And then you're just mashing taters and fry form in between your chompers and join a night out.
0: What's better than that? So chill, chill in the craft corner, get a bee hoppy.
1: Yeah. So everyone you're everyone that's listening to, as long as you drink responsibly and are of age, come by Polar Park on a woo you college night. Enjoy your time in the craft corner and everyone abuse the two, three, four deal. That's an outrageous deal. We're doing that. I don't, I don't know how the business end works at all, but it seems like we would lose money on that.
0: Um, What was What was the night at McCoy where what was it like quarter hot dog night or or like dollar hot dog
1: night or something? I think, quarter hot dog night and then the production crew would have a hot dog eating contest that would usually end in a lot of disqualifications if you catch my drift same rules apply as the fourth of july fireworks you got to keep them down or you're disqualified Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so decaf was always he always had a horse in the race in that hot dog eating
0: contest i wasn't on the graphic in 2019 but i still participated i remember we talked about that in an earlier episode just just the the beginning of the season. That's oh, yeah. A, just a competitor. Really. They were like, oh, we're eating hot dogs. And they were like a dollar each. And I was like, oh, word, downed like 10 of them throughout yeah. the course of the game. It was great. I'm just I'm just there for the spirit of it, man. So, yeah, maybe, I don't know, fantasy football starting up. Maybe if, if some, someone
1: in your league, you're a college student, someone in your league gets beat by like 50 points or something in week one or two, maybe their punishment is they have to eat as many hot dogs as they can.
0: Doesn't sound you like do a,
1: that at, you can do that at Polar Park.
0: Doesn't sound like a punishment <laughs> to me. It just sounds like a Wednesday.
1: Yeah, it just sounds like a <laughs> Thursday specifically on uh. a U College night. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, Dave. And then our last fireworks show of the year, Friday, September 23rd, Hollywood themed musical soundtrack uh, during Fan Appreciation Week. Unibank fireworks shows have been truly lit all year long. I feel Life- like I'm too old to say lit. You got to give me honest honest opinion dave my heart wasn't in that one <laughs> my heart wasn't in that
0: one i said it
1: and i was like wow you're old you shouldn't say that what do you think
0: am i allowed to say lit it's 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 it's, it's no. just like the, the way it's got to come out am i allowed to say lit, it's lit. like is it <laughs> yeah. it's lit what if i say it like that like a travis scott ad lib right Just
1: start talking like like the migos what if my heart's in it? Let me try it again. Univate well, fireworks have
0: been lit all year. Okay. It's gotta just it's gotta just roll off the tongue. It can't be like the focal point of the sentence. Right, right. It's you have to
1: commit to it early and often, I get you. Mm. Anyway, that's Friday night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Saturday.
1: Well, I, Go ahead, Dave. Live performance by Dr. Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday, the last Saturday matinee, 405 first pitch during fan appreciation week, which is brought to you by Bank of America, by the way. Saturday sunset catch on the field presented by Duncan's always beautiful. But one of the coolest things I think we do pregame towards the end of the year, the passing of the puck. Worcester railers are getting started soon. They're a fun time at the DCU center. We have the DCU club here. The DCU center a couple blocks away in downtown Worcester. Always a hoot. Worcester Railers Day and a passing of the puck. Pre-game ceremonies. We have Railers players not throw out a ceremonial first pitch. Ceremonial slap shot.
0: Sick. That With is sick. Pucks. Yeah. You a big hockey guy, Dave? Not necessarily my dad. Oh, my <laughs> God. My dad could talk day and night about... Hockey, he's been a lifelong New York Islanders fan, literally since they were founded in like what 66 or something. My dad was he's born in, dad was born in 64, so he's literally been a fan of them ever since. But I have been to a Worcester Railers game, uh, before I started working in Worcester, it was my junior year of high school, when with me, my dad, and my other friend David. And, and, and who did you steal a puck from? Like some six-year-old. <laughs> no, but it was Star Wars night, and we took a sick photo with like the Stormtroopers and Darth Vader. I think they were stormtroopers. I couldn't tell you what the characters are. <laughs>
1: what there's nothing better than that. <laughs> Finally, Sunday, one o'clock, 105 first pitch, as always. Pre-game ceremonies get started around 12:30. The Woo Sox season finale. Woo Sox 22 coming to an end. Sunday, early afternoon the fan appreciation finale as we mentioned presented by Bank of America every sunday is a Fallon Health Family Fun Day Sunday face painters live music on Summit Street balloon artists and then kids run the bases after the game presented by HP Hood but the fan appreciation finale there are always so many giveaways the last day of the year including one of the coolest things again that i think we do so back to back saturday passing of the puck and then another awesome thing we do at the end of the game on Sunday. I think some random fans get a golden ticket. It's called. And that means post game, they get to go onto the field and receive game worn jerseys from right off of the players backs, literally giving you the shirt off their backs to show their appreciation for the smartest baseball fan base in the world Boston Red Sox fans that come out and pack the house in Worcester every day so Dave I'm gonna make you pick a favorite whose dirty sweaty jersey
0: would you want after the game that's tough honestly throughout the entire season my favorite player that's been with us consistently throughout the entire season to watch has been Kristen Stewart. I think he's a great defender. A great in, pick. I feel like he's a great defender in the outfield. There's never a lackluster at bat with him. It's always a hundred percent. He's always going hard, always making highlights. I feel he like Chris, just, he can just flick the ball out of the yard too.
1: The dude's strong.
0: His swing is just so effortless. It never looks like he's swinging hard and the ball just flies right off the bat. Every homestand, there's something he's done I've been impressed with. He's probably the jersey I'd ask for if I were that fan. That's that's a good choice. TQ, that's what about choice. you?
1: See, I asked a question, and I've been racking my brain trying to think of who. And it's like picking it's like picking a child, you know? I mean, all of these guys <laughs> are awesome. Um, I'm looking through the roster right now, and this, man, this is tough. Ah. I think oh goodness. I think if I had if I had to pick one, it's it's number 19, it's Ryan Fitzgerald. It's
0: Ryan you're, part, Fitzgerald. you're part of the Fitzy fan club?
1: I think we all are. Oh yeah. <laughs> we all are. But I mean talk about a guy who just grinds out every at bat, every play in the field, just puts the hard hat on when he comes into the building and goes to work,
0: whether the ball goes 300 feet or two feet, he's running that hard 90. Yeah.
1: That's, and that's Worcester, man. Ryan Fitzgerald is Worcester. Big smile on his face, putting in the work, making stuff happen. So I think that's who my pick is, but fans, you might have the pleasure of, of just receiving because we're just speaking hypothetical, you know? Come out to the ball yard, Sunday, September. What's the date? Sunday, September. I clicked off the schedule, 20, 25th.
0: Because that Monday, the twenty sixth, is the Worcester Police versus Worcester Fire game at Polar Park, which will be
1: awesome. Tickets still available for that, and proceeds benefit the Manny two six seven Foundation. So a good cause, good baseball too. I used to play with a lot of a lot of these guys back in the day. I'll give a special shout-out to Matt Lyons, who's been my one of my teammates at Doherty when we were both there, and then uh, in some of our summer leagues together, too. Great pitcher, great second baseman. So some good baseball to be played in the police versus fire game, resurrecting an over-century-old tradition. What better stage than Polar Park to do it? And then another big event happening October 8th, the EBW Classic, second annual. This time it's Bucknell taking on the College of the Holy Cross. Last year, Dave, was lit. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Last year was sick. It was so cool seeing a football game happen here where it surprisingly felt very natural to see a football field uh, instead of a diamond. And it was just it was just a lot of fun. Holy Cross games again, a lot of fun. And they smoked uh who was it? I forgot who they played last year. That's how bad Holy Cross beat them. But this year they're playing Bucknell. Colgate. They smoked Colgate last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. It was wiped Colgate. the floor with Colgate last mm. year. Oh my goodness. He <laughs> almost felt bad at the end. But you didn't <laughs> almost because it was so much fun watching Holy Cross make their playoff run last year on the gridiron. Red irons coming back here to polar park october 8th that's i think kickoff at four o'clock so a little bit earlier than it was last year sun will still be out there's going to be some tailgating before the game and you can go to polarpark.com for tickets to that only a couple more weeks of the season dave what do you think any any words any words you'd like to share
0: that's who productions baby (laughs)
1: indeed it is decaf by the way couldn't make it because he is on his way to the west coast or as i like to call it the left coast when you look at a map he's heading out to california he sent his well wishes that we're gonna put right here but buy your tickets for remaining Sox games Call the ticket office, 508-500-8888. Buy online at woosocks.com. Swing by the team store and get your tickets in person right next to it at Gate D on Madison Street, the ticket office, and any special events, Police Fire Game in the EVW Classic. Go to polarpark.com. Again, that's polarpark.com or call that same number, 508-500-8888. Or again, come to the team store, Get your EBW Classic gear so you're decked out for it Saturday, October 8th. Buy your tickets in person. But we'll let Decaf take
0: us home. It's your boy Decaf here on the road. I'm driving somewhere uh, somewhere Missouri. Maybe it's Illinois still. I can't really tell at this point. Been on the road for a while. Having the time of my life, would love to say hello to everyone back at home. Make sure you show up fan appreciation week the final homestand the last dance at Polar Park I mean if you're a fan of the podcast you gotta come show out so we can show you how much we appreciate you I don't know maybe we come up with some kind of special gift for, for our strong crowd of podcast listeners I don't know but just wanna let you guys all know that I, I love you I appreciate you I'm thinking about you go socks Dave and TQ I can't wait to be back on the pod soon and uh, yeah never do what I'm doing right now bye everyone <laughs> <laughs> I love how to he's. Me, like, is that a Wu socks hat he's wearing too in that video? Like he's yeah, of just always ready for work, always repping Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> so, essentially, also we love decaf too. Obviously, um essentially he said everything we already covered, and then <laughs> advised nobody ever to drive cross country, east coast to west coast.
0: I'm in Missouri. I don't know if it's Illinois, but I'm in Missouri.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Decap. Thanks, everyone, for listening.